I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Can you please stop bothering my kid? Sorry. Arthur, I have some bad news for you. <laughs> this is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. And finally, in a world where everyone thinks they can do my job, check out this guy. When I was a little boy and told people I was going to be a comedian, everyone laughed at me. Well, no one's laughing now. You can say that again, pal. For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed, but I do. And people are starting to notice. You think this is funny? Is this a joke to you? Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? You get what you fucking deserve, and but I'm Sebastian, that's me, you deserve me, and that's what you get. Me. Yeah. There is no punchline. And I'm Andy Schossler. You wouldn't get it. And I'm Jordan Olive. <laughs> uh, welcome to our review of Joker. Uh, thank you very much, Jordan, for joining us. Alex's MIA inside of a bear's vagina? No, where is he? There's worse places to be. <laughs> yes. Where is Alex again? I only told he may him. be camping at work. No, it's not work. It's On holiday. Uni. All right, at a university. Yes, he's yeah. holidaying at a university while working on going camping. And there's bears everywhere. And there are bears everywhere. Yep. So thank you, Jordan, so much for joining us. Great yeah, to have you on. Long time listener, first time filler inner. Yep. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, if everything goes to plan as well, um, Jordan will be joining us, I believe, for our Scream reviews. Ooh. Those dreaded four movies. <laughs> that hey, fun. hey, hey. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. 
but um, my other hosts, not so much. You know, I've only seen the first one. We've seen all of them, but they're I, all I, good. I, I know. I, <laughs> I know. I ha- yeah, that's right. They're all the same movie. You're in for a treat. Yeah, you think so? (laughs) If anything, you're in for a treat because you'll get to listen to me diligently defend them. (laughs) I'm genuinely excited. (laughs) So I know know the screams were a parody themselves, or or a satire rather, of of, of the whole horror genre. But I defended Scary Movie against these guys. You did too, yeah. Neither Alex or or, uh, Seb really liked it. No, no, no. no. It it, it has its place. Definitely at the time as well, I think, yeah. But I went to bat for uh, Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. <laughs> I think we'd all agree the better version of... of um, no! I've actually <laughs> not watched it, so I can't comment. It's it's like It's airplane. one of those ones that I would always see like at the video store when I was a kid, and I was like, that looks so stupid. Don't you dare <laughs> compare it to Airplane. No, no, no. As in, like, comparatively, the, the style of comedy is more akin to the, the one you get from Airplane than you get from, like, the scary movies. Like, just the kind of... The kind of way they like prep their jokes in those sort of parody films. It's a weird comparison. Maybe. For me, it was more old school, like proper 90s okay. parody film. But this film is not. This film is very different to that. Um, so Joker. <laughs> um, we all went in. Fantastic segue. <laughs> yeah. God, I've got so many just prep for today. Um, what were your like, experiences actually going out and seeing it? Mine wasn't as Busy as I thought it would be, but apparently everyone's scared of getting shot up in the cinemas. So nobody <laughs> went. I don't know. What would, what would make you think that, Seb? <laughs> People are losing their fucking mind over this oh, film. Dude, though, it's so weird how, like, especially in the US, the media like seems to be actively like trying to push something to happen because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Come got, on, somebody shoot someone. Why haven't you shot anyone yet? <laughs> this film got so political, and yeah. I, I, I don't really see why. Because, I mean, it has a little bit of violence. It's certainly not the most violent film. Yeah, it that's, that's does what I found, like, really strange. Because, like, so many people were talking about, oh, the violence. And, like, I finally went to see it. And I was like, it kills, like, six people. And, like, yeah. n- none of them are particularly violent. Like, no, half of it is in self-defense. And, yeah. and, and the other half is sort of just a, a final release of, mm. all the, of all the bullying he'd had throughout his entire life. Yeah. So not justified, but you can see where where it came from. It, it, he didn't just decide, oh, I'm just going to kill this guy well, randomly. This all started with The Dark Knight, didn't it? Um, with the cinema shootings. Was it The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises? Uh, there was a patron. Dark Knight Rises, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it was like 2012, I want to say. Yeah, maybe. Some, yeah. There was a patron dressed up as the Joker and he shot up Athena. The he wasn't dressed as the Joker. I he, thought had, he, he had was orange hair. Oh, mania. Oh, was that was right. that. He had weird colored hair and he was yeah. a bit of a nut bar. There so we go. That was Joker. The, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And everybody jumped onto the, he's, he's the Joker and... Uh, he's trying to impersonate the Joker, so we can't do any more stories about that because people will just try and emulate him and murder a whole heap of people. And, I mean, it's kind of a... Cur- it's not okay, it's not a cursed role, but the role has a bit of stigma about it as well with what happened with Heath Ledger as well. Oh, you know, yeah, I well. absolutely hope that the studio is paying tons of money for Joaquin Phoenix to be in <laughs> therapy right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, which they said they were doing on set for Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah, because um, I remember reading it at the time after seeing that movie and was like, I mean, I can see why this movie did need therapists on set because of just, hey, looking forth to the rest of your career. This is the help you need. <laughs> right. um, but You will never live this one down. But there was part of their thing, the whole thing, and it was like, it just sounded like PR spin to me, but having all these therapists for that movie just because the darker roles of the villains, blah, 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 blah. It Not could. for that movie, maybe. but and, and saying therapist is pretty vague in the first place. Like, it could even just be if, a dog. Well, I mean, there are many levels of therapy just because somebody is in therapy doesn't mean that they're you know hi- highly warped it could just be you know some light counseling to 
get them over something that other people, you know, would get over with a packet of chips. Yeah. You know? So and I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying that to make fun of the fact that some people really do suffer. No, people deal in it in different ways. And just saying therapy alone doesn't give you a gauge on how serious it is. Okay, yeah. to be fair, they may have said they had like psychologists. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm remembering from a shitty movie from a few years ago, but they- Phoenix? Every day on the set of Suicide Squad was Are You Okay Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Phoenix went deep. He, mm. he uh, went out of his way to not see other portrayals of the Joker and instead genuinely tried to portray someone that psychologists couldn't distinguish between an actor or, or somebody uh, really afflicted. He says that, but I mean, who didn't see Ledger? Oh, and those are like he could not. I don't think he would have. He would have avoided that seeing that. I don't know. He's he's an actor. He may not be into the whole comic book thing. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he refused other comic book roles because he didn't want to sign on to the multi film deals. I mean, his job is to be in films, and he said, "No, nah, I'm not interested in making well, a lot of yeah. those films." Because he was yeah. offered Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, I read that. Yeah, D- D- Doctor Strange and Bruce and Banner. That's exactly right. Yeah. See, I did my trivia research <laughs> unintentionally, um, just through existing in pop culture for a few years. Um, well, do you have anything on the box office then? Yes. Um, well, first on the reception, uh, currently eight point nine on IMDb. It was nine last night, guys. Yeah, I wouldn't Slipping. be su- wouldn't be surprised if it if it goes goes higher. I mean, it's it's only been out for a, for a week or so. They always do start off really high, though. And I think it start off really high and then it like did like a big dip as well. Like at least I think I might've been looking at like Rotten Tomatoes or something. Mm. I think it started off real high. And then when I looked at it the other day, like critics, it was at like 68 and then audience is still way up there. Now, I've yeah. watched a few other reviews of people who made the comparison between uh, the reception of Joker and of the new Batwoman series. Mm. And interestingly, <laughs> they are mad, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> they are well, so angry with those the, stats. The critics and the audience are way out of out of skew in in both those. So, um, eight point nine on IMDb at the moment. I think it's only going to get higher. You reckon for, for Joker? I think so. I'm I'm predicting a, an eight point four, eight point three final Just settling there. Yeah, uh, maybe I, I think it's going. A uh, critical reception on Rotten Tomatoes sixty eight percent, and audience is ninety. Yep. So already there, there's a big disparity. But for Batwoman, um, the the critical reception was something like, oh, I'm, I'm guessing here, I can't really remember, like 70 or 80. I remember, I saw this myself, it was, was quite high, yeah. And the audience was low, like, you know, it didn't even crack 10. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there was such a disparity between what the critics said was was good and uh, and what the audience said was good. I'm always a little bit trepidatious with these comic book films. I love them, but when it comes to the ratings... A lot of people, they had to put like restrictions on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes to avoid people putting reviews in prior to the film's releases because people were just going on and like, yep, 10 out of 10 without seeing it because it's their favorite character. Yeah, but that And it would skew the results quite heavily. But that doesn't stop them from doing it after the film. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's my point. I'm always like, hmm, I'm not saying this is a bad (laughs) film, don't get me wrong, but like, but is it a 10 out of 10? Or are you just saying it's a 10 out of 10 and you haven't seen it yet? Or you've seen it and you just, yeah. That's why you go on the opinion of, you know, a thousand people, ten thousand people, and not just a select few. But this is why I think it's going to lower because I think all the people that have put their mm. bets in right now, not all of them, but the majority, or at least a high percentage of, um, are the people that are just going to flat out say this is the best film ever, not B- just any- until the next best film ever comes out. You know, <laughs> not giving anything away, but this is probably one of the top ten films I've ever seen. Like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad film. It was bloody good. Mm. Did you guys want to move along officially to trivia then? Yes. Yeah. Riddle me this, riddle me that. 
Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Still a good noise. Every time. <laughs> and the first one was Batman, so <laughs> that's good. Uh, budget. Low budget. For a f- Is it 50? 55 uh, million. Yeah. And current uh, box office worldwide gross is 289. Yep. And it probably won't move much from there, but that's, that's five times huge its, its budget. Yeah, it's <laughs> huge. Just funny, because I was reading an interview. I can't remember whether it was uh, Joaquin Phoenix or uh, Phillips who said like, yeah, basically, we're just going to take $50 million from the studio and do whatever we want. <laughs> the phrasing I heard was... As opposed to, like, basing it off of anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to make a real movie, and what we're going to do is going to get Warner Brothers to pay for it by putting the word Joker on the title. <laughs> was the, the, the thing along those lines of the phrasing I had heard when he approached Joaquin about it, saying, like, I want to make a real movie <laughs> about, like, you know, mental illness, blah, 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 blah. All right, so that's yeah, I know comic yeah. books aren't real movies, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hey, good tactic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of nuance in the background and that's just been romanticised. <laughs> but they certainly did make a film that is unlike any other comic book film. Oh, for sure. And I don't even think it's fair to call it a comic book film. I mean, I did not mm. have a Batman feel from this at all. I no, did at certain parts, but we'll talk about it. Well, that's no, a bad point for me. Like <laughs> even, even the mentioning of Gotham and you see uh, Arkham Asylum, it... Uh, Arkham Hospital. Thank <laughs> Sorry, you. that's it's completely different. It looks more like, more like New York than yeah. Gotham would, which is what they tried right. to do in the Dark Knight series from memory. Yeah, but Dark Knight still looked like Gotham. It still looked like a Batman film. Oh well, yeah, yeah. their Gotham yeah. was so big. Parts of it looked like New York. Parts of it looked like other places. I but think Tim Burton has a lot to to answer for in in terms of setting what Batman should feel like and look mm. like. Yeah, well, no matter how you really feel about, like, especially the first two, but, like, the Burton Batman, like, the setting is fantastic. Like, yeah. it's really immersive, and it, yeah. it feels like Gotham. Yeah, and it genuinely is a comic book brought to life. Absolutely, yeah. Whereas this one feels real. It, yeah. It felt more like New York than than, than Gotham. Yeah. Uh, you've got the, the mention of, um, oh, you meet Thomas Wayne and young young Bruce. But, again... And who I assume to be Burley Alfred, <laughs> <laughs> favourite yes, character in the exactly film. Right. <laughs> I just I always assumed Alfred was born a frail old man, so that was. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't feel like, at least it didn't to me, feel like Batman in any way, whatsoever. No. Yeah, and even the Joker sort of being this—he he's not even really a hero at the end of it. Uh, it's just because he went so far out on a limb from everybody else, you know, rioting and and and, and having enough of everything that he became something that they all looked up to. Yeah, just because he was he was so far out. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, right. admitting on national television that you murdered three people—that's um, yeah. uh, that's bold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Joaquin Phoenix he um, he said he struggled most with perfecting Flex laugh of all the of all the parts of the the character. It was the laugh that he. It was did. painful. It was. Pa- it was. Yeah, it felt so real. Like yeah. the, the first one on the bus. He's there with the kid and he's kind of making a funny face and she turns around and says, stop bothering my, my kid. And you go, oh, oh, that hurt. That's, yeah. <laughs> he's just trying to be nice and uh, whatever. And then he just starts this uncontrollable laughter. And I, he acted it so well, you could see it in his eyes. He's mm. laughing and you could just see the pain in his eyes of, you know, I can't help this. I'm so sorry that this is going on. 
this is not what I want to be doing right now. Mm. I'm embarrassed and 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 frightened, and I don't know how you're going to react. He, you know, please take this card and read it, and please believe me when I say this is <laughs> something that I'm afflicted with. Mm-hmm. And that's like just part of the entire performance, but like especially in those sections where he gets into that like uncontrollable state. Like just the performance itself, it's like so subtle and nuanced, but like really brutal and provocative at the same time. Yeah, it's just like his entire being is just that performance like yeah. just from his voice is like you said his eyes just like his body like it's just so so good and it f- felt real it felt it so really real. did yeah do you have any stats on how much weight he lost yes the, i the do skeleton boy a losing 23 kilograms uh phoenix said that he expected feelings of hunger dissatisfaction and vulnerability what he didn't anticipate was some he his body was able to move in in ways that he hadn't previously. You know, ju- I mean, that's a that's a massive weight loss. That's oh, yeah. you know, twenty uh, percent of of. Um, He's already not a very big guy to begin with, too. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, probably more, probably more like a quarter of his uh, yeah. uh, of, of his weight, or even high, maybe even a third. I reckon he probably says around seventy kilos, maybe seventy five to begin with. There you are. Yeah. So so yeah, the 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 new the new ways that his body could could move because of all the weight loss, he incorporated that straight into the character. There was a couple of weird shots where I was trying to work out what the hell his body was doing because yeah. it was like hunched over, but it looked, it looked like his ribs were at his like his shoulder. It was really yeah. weird. Like, yeah, it was weird. And it's 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 that shot of him in his uh, in that uh, is it like a like a clowns on call kind of thing? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. A <laughs> what a weird business model. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> like this like this taxi rank of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Gotham's a really big city, guys. Yeah. They need really it. weird tastes. Yeah. <laughs> But he's yeah, he's kind of hunched over, and you're wondering what the hell is he doing, and yeah, he's just stretching out his shoes, or you know, I don't know, I don't know if that's a regular part of mm. clown shoes that you have to stretch them, or if he was just, you know, compelled to do that in that moment. He's he's suffering from a lot of things. I wouldn't be surprised if OCD was one of them. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. I'll show you a picture. If you haven't seen the film yet, anyone listening though, in the very opening scene, Arthur's sitting at like he's putting his clown makeup on at a mirror, and the camera kind of like comes across and shifts to the side. And it frames him against this mirror, and I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it kind of looks like the look, looks like Batman's mask. Oh, I saw oh, that. Yeah, so? um, I've got a picture of it on my phone. But for anyone that hasn't seen the film, okay. just watch that that very well. I mean, watch the film, watch that very first scene, and this is lovely there's um, little. There's one that. other as well. I can't remember where exactly in the movie it is, but there's another scene where it's kind of framed really similarly. Where mm. I can't remember whether it's like a setting or just like the way that the lighting lays, but it does look like yeah, another cowl. Yeah. Like, really, really creative. Once again, I'm not sure if... I, okay, I like to think it must have been intentional, but if it wasn't, you it's got lucky. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's quite, yeah, that's kind of nice. nice. I, yeah. I see it now. Yeah, I can't unsee that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the problem, yeah. And that, I, I'd seen... That was all I'd seen before going into the film. Right. So when it came up, I was like, is this it straight away? Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Batman. I, I know, I did not pick up on that. But I'm generally quite bad at visual clues like that. Like, they have to be pointed out to me mm. for me to realise. But then you'll never not see them again. I'm sure somewhere in my brain something has noticed it because, yeah. you know, I can talk about it, yeah. that, that I've got some weird feeling on this scene or, or, you know, something is going on that I can't explain. And then, yeah, it's pointed out. And, ah, there we go. Mm. That's a, Yeah, I, I didn't notice that. Well, I think we should move on unless you have one final, just the best note ever of trivia here. Um, not really. I mean, just boring stuff. Like, Ugh, boring. Um, because of the weight loss, 
um, it added the pressure that there, there weren't going to be any reshoots. So they had to get it right the first time. Also, because oh. he could just die at any stage. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, no, I, there no, were genuine that's, health that's concerns. Gen- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't want your other Joker dying. It's just <laughs> such a bad look for the studio. <laughs> Even if everything went went to plan, yeah, he gets to the final day of shooting and that's it. He's putting it back on to, to be in a healthy range mm. again. Apparently Jared Leto is quite pissed about this film. Well, wouldn't you be? Ima- imagine being sandwiched between Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix. And, and all you have is a that, five in a roll <laughs> to compete with it. But wh- why would he be disappointed? I, I mean, think Joker in the Suicide Squad is canon. This one isn't. It's a non-canon but D- DC But wouldn't universe. he like to have, you know, have his own origin story? I feel like that was originally maybe on the cards yeah. and then they went with this instead. Yeah. No, we, oh, honey, we want he's a real got, actor. I do not mind leader on some stuff, but yeah. He's I got see. other stuff he's done well. Oh, like absolutely. when he did uh, Terrell in the in the um, Blade Runner uh, oh, sequel. Yeah, yeah. He was good. He was good as oh, Blind Terrell. Genuinely, I think he's a good actor. Yeah. But I just think he got the short end of the stick with Suicide Squad and was, oh, yeah. cool, finally a film where I can do my Joker thing. And I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. You didn't, people didn't like you. It was a stupid role. Not like that. Yeah. It, was, it was stupidly written. It wasn't his fault. It was... You know, poorly executed. And apparently there was like half an hour of, sh- of actual like edited shit they took out from the film with him in it. Mm. So he'd lost his entire plot. All right. I would definitely watch a uh, an extended cut <laughs> oh. to see what was missed. I just to, just to see what was missed. I can't do that movie again. <laughs> it made me so angry. Would you care to guess <laughs> what the working title was? It's actually quite poetic for for uh, who who Arthur Fleck thought he was in. I feel the, like in, I read it delusions. somewhere and now I just can't remember what it was. Romeo. Oh, yeah. mm, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Movie babies? And the journal entirely handwritten by uh, Phoenix. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, calm down there, yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's get this out of the way. This film is just king of comedy. Martin Scorsese. Yeah. You everybody's been saying uh, uh, King of Comedy and Taxi, taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my movie, baby. I was going to go Taxi Driver and uh, Requiem for a Dream, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yep. good. See, some people added in, I, I saw uh, some other reviews of people adding in uh, Network. Yeah. Into that as yeah. well, which it kind of was, uh, yeah. especially with the uh, talk show at the end. I was going to say, I feel like that was kind of like, almost like a, a visual kind of, yeah, yeah nod to, to Network. But I... I I mean, again, I, I, you, you can't escape it that it is uh, uh, a ta- taxi driver oh, yeah. and a uh, king of comedy. But I also got a little bit of a falling down vibe from it. Have you ever seen Falling Down with uh, so. Michael Douglas? I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it. Basically, a, a, a guy in a... It, the movie starts off with a guy just in, in a traffic jam. He's, he's an office worker and he just has enough of everything mm. in, that, in that one moment. And he just walks off. He's, he's going to walk home to be with his daughter. And along the way... He ends up, you know, <laughs> at the end of it, he's launching a, a, a rocket launcher at a bunch of construction workers. Okay, that's <laughs> that's the journey he goes okay. on. No, it's it, it's it's quite it's quite a good film. So again, just a just a descent into, into or or rather, um, uh, kind of an unveiling of all the madness that was lying underneath. And now, with nothing left to lose, it all just comes bubbling up. Yeah. So same thing with with the Joker here and. Uh, mix falling down with what about Bob? What's that oh, one? The Bill Murray one. Bill Murray one and Richard uh, Dreyfus. So Richard Dreyfus plays a psychologist. He takes on um, 
uh, Bob has been uh, moved around between psychologists. Nobody can quite work out what he's what he's got, or he's just too intense for them. He gets you know uh, very attached to psychologists, and they all end up dropping him because they just can't handle it. So this is just the next doctor in line. He's got a little book, and he says something that just gets through to Bob, and it's one little one little trigger, and all of a sudden, everything Bob sees is this. Uh, is this helpful little little bit of advice that puts him on this journey, and all he's doing is being more assertive uh, and and making making decisions instead of you know being indecisive, which is exactly what Arthur Fleck does. Yeah, right. Okay, I have to check that one out. I feel like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't bring up the graphic novel, The Killing Joke, in parts. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, um, I was going to say that actually. It's like I yeah. noticed that there's as much as the movie's not based off of any one particular comic book. There's like bits of The Killing Joke. There's bits of like. Dark Knight Returns. Mm, definitely, like yeah. A lot of it, yeah. Um, in terms of that, um, so from the Killing Jokes perspective, um, done by Alan Moore back in late 80s. Okay. 88, 89, something like that. Um, he, it's actually kind of a fun story. I can actually lend it to you if you want, Andrew. I've got the hardcover. It's a great copy. Book. It's short. Oh, it's, right. a, it's a one-off book. Um, but effectively, it's the Joker trying to prove a point to Batman okay. that- um, the only thing that stands between anyone and being just like him is one really bad day. Okay. So what he does is he kidnaps Commissioner Gordon in this one, shoots his daughter, paralyzing her, tried to kill her, but paralyzed her, and tries to put Gordon through the gauntlet of a bad day to drive him insane, to prove to Batman that even the most pure person can become just like him. And part of this is he tells <laughs> a telling of his origin story as to what led him to be the Joker. But the whole thing is like, but is that really what happened? Okay, because yep. it's, it's all you know. He there's this stupidly massively quoted line, but it's about the um, when it comes to when it comes to the question of my history, I always prefer that it's multiple choice. Yeah, or something along that line of him saying like, "This is what may maybe what happened to me." Uh, I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> and kind of how this film kind of plays it at the end. Like, did half the shit even happen? Really, we'll, we'll talk about when we get into the guts of this review. But with the way this film ends, maybe. Maybe not. And I think there's a genuine point there that they play it just loose enough that you can believe a lot of the stuff happened, but if mm. you want to say maybe it didn't, I, didn't I think there's it. enough there. It didn't It didn't sell me on the Inception ending. We'll, we'll, I, we'll have a chat yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then as Jordan brings up The Dark Knight Rises, which I think I can also lend to you. Might be in the same bookcase. Again, great <laughs> um, book. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> so the Joker in that story is actually reformed. Okay. He's in Arkham at the beginning of the story. Genuinely reformed? Well, so- ah. And he goes on to a talk show. I don't remember the actual name of the host, but let's just say it's Murray. Remember, yeah. <laughs> he goes on to there and that's where he unveils his master plan. He kills right. the host, gasses the audience, and it's all like live on air. And going into this film- Classic Joker. Yes. <laughs> and going into this film, when I knew he was going onto the stage with um, De Niro, I was like, well, De Niro is dead. I yes. can just call, yeah. like, call that as <laughs> it is. You could feel that coming. Yeah. yeah. What I was getting me, I was like, but he's not going to be able to gas the audience just because this Joker is not that other Joker. Okay. Like yeah. he just doesn't have the the, <laughs> the equipment, yes, <laughs> or the want in he this d- movie. Doesn't have the resources yet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, a couple of bits throughout them, but yeah, I just feel like we weren't doing our mm. job if we didn't say yeah they're in a book too, but in pieces scattered throughout yeah. you know, his personal history. Yeah. Tweets. Let's do it. And today I'm going to read it to you. It's got any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. Women 
In imagined relationships, sure do love them gaunt and lanky. Hashtag <laughs> thin is in. Did anyone buy that for a second? See, I did. And yep. then at the when like when me and my girlfriend got out of the movie, she was like, "Yeah, I knew that girl wasn't real. There's no, she was way too hot for him. Like there was she no was way that that was real." Sassy <laughs> Beats is great. I love her. She's from um Deadpool too. She's the lucky one. I, I recognize her. Yeah, yeah. Destiny? Uh, Domino. Or Domino. But <clears throat> that's why I said as well because like I was like, "Oh, I really really like her." I had to look I up didn't, the end. I didn't recognize her. him. Good stuff. Her yeah. and um, oh, what's the one from the one in um Thor three? Tessa Thompson. Right. Great stuff. Really enjoy them. Comic book movies, guys. Uh, Strong female characters. Uh, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, sure. Maybe not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> did he kill her? No. Mm. It, did did she exist in the first place? I guess is the is the question. I was genuinely concerned. That's, he, yeah. yeah. Once I kind of figured out that she wasn't real, I figure he did kill her. Yeah. Like that's what that whole scene was. Because I was like, why is she reacting so weird that he's in her house? Like they've been together. I was like, oh, oh no, wait, oh, no never no. mind. Or, or was it just the relationship that he imagined? Yeah. Yeah, well, I figured. Yeah, I figured she's real, but it was yeah the relationship yeah, that, okay. that he imagined. Yeah, but that's one of the hard things with the movie is like what the fuck was real and what mm. wasn't. Like, uh, who knows? My my quote's short and it's very revealing. But what took him so long to kill his mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was the most irritating human being in the movie. Ah, uh, yes, but he didn't realize she was evil until They're irritating. The end. That's right. annoying. Yes, she was. <laughs> But she wasn't evil, and he didn't realize she was evil she, until the end of it. She's the one, from the um, from American Horror Story. If you've seen any of the seasons, she's in a bunch of them, and she's always the same kind of character. Where you just, I just hate yeah. her. I can't. Wasn't she the mother from Six Feet Under as well? Is that? Her? I haven't seen that, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Okay. Again, she's one of those other people where, like, I knew I recognized her from something, and I didn't know what it was until you said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine was just clapping hands emoji. B clapping hands emoji. <laughs> nice clapping hands emoji. Nope. Good. <laughs> well, would you guys rather do the good or the bad first? I, I, I know there's going to be a lot more good in this case. Did you want to get the bad out of the way? Do you want to end it on a good note? What do you, what do you guys want? Sure, yeah. I've got a couple of couple of bad things. Bad things. Completely first. trivial. Oh, no, we, we've done that. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. Bad stuff? Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen, and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. So I'm, that, that's a quote from Network. I, I, I didn't realise until I was uh, until I re rewatched it mm. um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, sort of in anticipation of the Joker. Yeah, that I'm as mad as hell, and I, I yeah. completely forgot that was in <laughs> that was in Network. All right, bad stuff. Slowly, I'm starting to get all the references in your in your little collection <laughs> of. Uh, all right. I can't wait to hear John Tron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I'm, have any, so I'll let you guys go, and then I'm sure I'll pick up on it and be like, oh, yeah, that wasn't great. Feel free to bring them up in the good. God knows I will. Um, I, okay. I guess one thing that comes into the bad, and it, again, it's completely trivial because it doesn't really make its way out onto the, onto the screen. You don't see it, but it does borrow lots of visuals and lots of story elements from a whole heap of other films. It's essentially a rehash of a lot of other films that you definitely have seen before, but it's just laced so intricately that you don't notice. So you've hit the nail on the head as to why I think the credit score is so low. Right. Because they're like, I've literally, I've seen this. I've seen this too. I've seen that. I fucking saw that 10 days ago. Yeah. I think that's why, because but I don't comparatively think... to the mass audience, they're the people that know like, oh, 
That yep. is literally just lifted from this other film. But even so, the, the the limit of your of your cultural knowledge is completely arbitrary because if you analyze the origins of of every story, you know, nothing has been completely original for the entirety of human history. Every little new new story is building upon the last one. But mm. as a critic, are you gonna say, watch Joker? Or are you gonna say, watch King of Comedy? Like oh, I, I would say watch Joker. Yeah, me well, too. Well then is that like those same <laughs> critics then should be saying the same thing about like every Quentin Tarantino movie. Just yeah. go watch like, the first one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not all the same. I mean, th- that's the point. They're not all completely original, but are you really going after originality or is it about how it's presented that is more mm. important? And I would argue yeah. it's entirely in the presentation because yeah. this feels fresh, Absolutely. even though it isn't. How do you guys feel about the Thomas Wayne subplot in this film? I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah. I thought it maybe a little bit sort of put there just to be there Let's just so there was some Batman. link to Batman <laughs> yeah well part of the reasoning for this film is that it was supposed to fund the the establishment of a new company that's going to make all these one-off mm. non-canon DC mm. universe films which right. great idea when, when you're yeah. struggling to compete with Marvel doing the Marvel thing do something different yeah, good yeah. instinct great let's tell a bunch of one-offs I yeah. love it so Perhaps it's, and unfortunately, it, it, it could be used as a, as a setup for another film, but not mm. in an obvious way either for a Thomas Wayne film or yeah. something about, you know, Commissioner Gordon in the background. I'm sure he was there somewhere in the film, just not noticeably. The thing that irked me with this film, and it was only, it's only a quick bit, but for me, it just felt like, let's just shove our Batman into this, Le- having the, the Waynes get murdered at the end right. of the film. I just felt like every every freaking time we touch Batman, we have seen how many times have we yeah. seen that murder? We didn't need it in this but, film. See, no, I not- I kind of disagree because, and it's kind of <coughs> jumping forward to like the end of the film. But I liked that purely because of the way that it's played in the last scene, where Joker's talking to the person at Arkham, and he's like, "Oh, I just thought of something really funny," mm. and it flashes back to that, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you wouldn't get it." What I got from that is I feel like the joke there is that he is responsible for Batman. Because oh, do you that, see that, 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 mur- that scenes in like the future, do you, a little bit? Yeah, like that murder would not have happened had he not caused all of that mm. unrest. So I felt like the joke that he thought of was that he created Batman. And I think that scene is like if 10, that's a flash 10 15 forward, yeah. years in the future. Because he does look noticeably older. His hair's not green either. And it was yeah. green when he got arrested. But he didn't cause the unrest. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, the unrest was happening around him. But he, he triggered that specific night. Yeah. All, like he that. Was, all he was was a rallying point mm. where everybody was set to go for a whole bunch of other reasons. Thomas Wayne was probably a part of why they were so resentful in the first place. Yeah, that's true. I and mean, who knows if the future movies aren't going to say that, yeah, he laid off a whole heap of people or, you know, screwed them in, in some way, which these stories always do. They never portray capitalists in... No. Well, the Dark in a, in a Knight trilogy, yeah. <laughs> the Dark Knight trilogy, oh, number three starts to show maybe you know you use that money badly. Yeah. Um, but in specifically the um, Batman Begins, yeah. the whole thing about Thomas Wayne is that he was trying to like you know save Gotham. He put the rail in all these big like the whole story was how good is your dad, mate? Why are you so yeah. trash? And um, but that's but that's just spin. That's it's all, all spin. Yeah, it's yeah. all spin. It's. I mean, he was launching his political career. That was. That was part of what. What happened in the movie is that Thomas Wayne from from nowhere was just starting this political career with a with a run for mayor. Yeah, because he was a surgeon, I think, beforehand. At least, oh, was he? In at least in Batman Begins, he was like he was a doctor. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't recall Thomas Wayne like being 
in politics yeah. than any of the other Batman. And he's not in the movies, maybe somewhere in the comics. But, oh. but getting back yeah. to his murder, it's in the past it's always been used as an explanation of Bruce Wayne's origins for, for Batman, whereas this is about Thomas Wayne's murder. Yes, mm. and you know his his wife is shot there, and his boy just happens to happens to survive it. We know him as Bruce, but in this film, he's not important at all, other than Arthur Fleck having had some interaction with him the day before. Yep. Yeah, I guess it's the audience because, that has because that he thought he was his brother yeah. that he's important yeah. to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at at the time, he thought he was his brother. Yeah, and then quickly Arthur says, "You know, get out of here. You're crazy." Mm-hmm. All right, that's. All the bad, bad that I had. I'm sure like once again, I'll think of stuff as we also, go Also, De Niro on. stole Conan's spin and that <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was waiting for him to do the little dance with his, with his hips, but De Niro wouldn't do that. Sit yeah. perfectly still. Only yeah. I may dance. <laughs> <laughs> I liked De Niro in this film. Yeah, he was good. I did too. He was good. Um, yeah, everything I've got to say, All the this film didn't fill me with good feelings for a lot of it, but that's not bad stuff. That's just a bad feeling in the film. So I'll, I guess I'll talk about that in the good. Let's do it. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! I really like that we saw how... We explored how Arthur Fleck has trouble fitting into society you you see that he's not normal it's not explained all up front uh, i mean a part of it is him being at a comedy club and writing down okay laugh here and he himself not laughing in the right spot and oh kind of painful guessing mm. at, at where to laugh yeah and he's he's learning how to how, how to behave because he's never learnt at home yeah. how could he i mean his childhood was awful <laughs> really awful yeah. absolutely the idea that he doesn't know how a joke functions is yeah. in itself kind of funny. Um, and, the, and, and the opening, well, uh, so, sort of in the opening, where um, that, that uh, lady, I don't even think she has a character name, does she? Which lady, sorry? Uh, Domino, with the kid. Um, she, she meets him I think she's character is like Sophie or something, but so, okay. she doesn't get named in the film. Yeah. Let me, I'll so she's she just there, there with a the boy, kind of that weird, awkward moment when you're in a lift with, with someone... What do you say? What do you yeah. what do you do? And she just makes. Oh, I've had enough of this. Yeah, you know, for, for for today. And then they're, they're walking away. And again, he's he's so mismatched with what he thinks is appropriate. He turns around to her after they're walking Does away. It? Yeah, and just exaggerates it. And but does he? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was real. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with happy him, to say he met her in the lift. <laughs> I him, will agree to that. Him kissing her is obviously. His delusion. I yep. feel like that's where the delusion starts. Yes, and her being in the comedy club, also a part of his delusion. Yep. Although you don't ever see him looking over at her. She's just kind of there. Yeah, that's mm. true. When he climbs into the fridge, I know I'm jumping a long way into the film, but when he gets into the fridge, yeah. first, does that, <laughs> is that it? Like, is he dead now? Yeah, you don't die from being in the fridge. Can't you? I don't know. I feel like... He locks the Surely your refrigerator fridge. doesn't get cold enough to kill you. Not cold enough, but it is a vacuum, right? No. No, not a vacuum. Vacuum is the wrong word. <laughs> but um, <laughs> surely the oxygen supply wouldn't be that high in there, though. Yeah, I can't imagine there being much circulation. Yeah. But you don't really know how long he's in there. Yeah. It was like the opposite and of... And any, any light push would open that, open that door. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I learnt today that's why... Um, fridge doors are magnetically sealed rather than with a with a door handle. 
kids. Because kids mm. used to play hide and seek and, yeah, get, get trapped in them. And they die because fridges are deadly, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. You should, everybody should eat fresh. Absolutely. <laughs> that was just a... It's, sorry, it was like the opposite from the, the It movies we've just seen where the clown comes out of the... Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. It was weird that he got in, but so many scenes are like that where he's just doing weird stuff. Strange things that have no yeah. explanation. And for some reason... I was enthralled mm. just watching it. Absolutely. Just, I get, what's he going to do next? It's not really going anywhere. It was just a pleasure to watch him do it. Mm. So his mum yeah. is revealed to be crazy, I um, guess, for a lack of better term. I just a monster. got a little bit confused about the mum. Yeah. Like when they started to explain like the backstory where like he was adopted and everything, I didn't quite understand whether the woman that we'd seen for the whole movie was the woman that was in the flashbacks or whether he'd been adopted and she'd like taken his original mother's name or something like ah. that was really confusing to me. That's actually I probably should have put that in the bad. That wasn't explained properly. Like, yeah, I mean we, we never saw Flex's birth certificate. I don't believe so. No, he and, thinks and he saw an adoption certificate though. Yeah, yes, but he and thinks he was saw that it. real. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but Is, even but even Thomas, why would Thomas Wayne lie to him that he was adopted? Why would he yeah. go out of his way to make time to political to, career? I don't want to have a bastard child. Oh, so you think it could be true? It could be. I don't think so. I I buy it at face value that that she was delusional, and after she had, um, she had uh, reached her um, sort of sexual prime or what, and, and she couldn't she couldn't attract guys anymore, even for a, for a free screw, she couldn't attract the guys anymore. That's when she had to go after something bigger to try and get some some money from from somewhere and that's when she created this delusion about thomas wayne and so she started writing letters and it's all very passive but maybe it'll pay off who knows my only reason i suspect that he might actually be his son is when he visits alfred and bruce alfred knows who he is okay and you could say yeah is alfred reading the letters which hey maybe and that doesn't answer that but at the same time but if he's he not he doesn't know arthur fleck directly because he says uh, you know Your penny kid. penny fleck is my mother and as Alfred, the butler, he would have been... Obviously you know, he would have been aware of her. Yeah. He, he would have been reading the letters. You know, Thomas Wayne doesn't want to be bothered with that, so he would have been the one opening the letters or getting them week after week. Which is entirely possible. Yeah. I'm just saying, but it also does raise the stake. Does he know because there was a cover-up and in a circle? Maybe, but I he, don't know. P- part of his job is also to identify threats. Yes, yeah. and so stay near them. No, no, no. <laughs> Choked so, by them. <laughs> so you never know if, if in Penny's writings she's ever going to become threatening in any way mm. you know or, i mean his his whole job is to spot those threats mm. and keep the family safe I, I like that this is all very open because he doesn't he doesn't just say i've read your mom's letters it, it no, could I mean, be it could be because there is yeah. a conspiracy or it could just easily be because he's the mailman the point is he knows about the letters he knows after uh, arthur flick admits that that he's the son he knows that he's going to be trouble and just get away i mean i can this go deep law cons- on yeah. this theory if you'd like sure um the doctor that signed all the papers oh, no. yeah <laughs> um that that all the um stuff in the um little arkham file is actually a supervillain who goes up against dr fate in the oh, comics that would be so stupid if that well, was true i'm just saying the, if the doctor's name they used is in the comics a very bad doctor Okay. So if we go cover up conspiracy stuff, if you wanted to read into it, which by all means do, it's a comic book film, <laughs> yeah. but there is reason to believe, hey, this character could have motivations to lie. The one that's signing off and all this stuff saying, yeah, he's adopted, yeah, he's crazy, she's crazy, all that stuff. <laughs> um, 
But once again, it's not in the film. But I'm just saying that, I mean, the name's in the film. Yeah. And if you look at that character, then yeah. But Unlike Darth Jar Jar in Star Wars, I think this one has more value at face value rather than a whole deep conspiracy mm. that it could all be true. No, you take everything at, at face value. He imagines a relationship with this woman who he really did meet and really was his neighbour and he was uh, just acting out these fantasies. Once, once he got off his meds, he started to be more assertive. He start, I mean, first of all, going after the um, the Wall Street guys. Yeah. Um, of just, I mean, it's it is self defense, but the, he the does. The first two. <laughs> he does go after them, you know, to to end them quite brutally. And and again, it's just him, you know, all this all this rage coming up from years of taking a hit to the face. And my God, Joaquin Phoenix can take a hit to the face, can't he? Can he? Was. He just does it so <laughs> fluidly. And he, and and again, Arthur Fleck would have been a guy that was, you know. Took a punch to the face every single day, mm. without doubt. I do agree with what you were saying earlier. I do think it's he's just crazy, and yeah. all the stuff is not legitimate. I'm just no, no, praising the, the film because the, the, things did happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think there's this super conspiracy. Yeah, like we can we can see that. Oh, yeah, mm. you think you you well, think there's I think that the room film definitely okay. The film is saying seventy percent he's crazy. But I feel like that other 30% is no, saying- no, he's, he's crazy. So he's crazy the way. But that other but 30% is maybe there is some truth to what's happening here. I don't think much of it is imagined. Like his relationship with Sophie, if that's if, if that's her name. It is Sophie. I looked it up. Yeah. I did a, I, look at this <laughs> you research for yeah. <laughs> The relationship is imagined, but she's real and she yeah. really is his neighbor. I buy that completely. Yep. I buy that his mother um, adopted him and mistreated him and was committed for, for a while. He was committed as well. You know, in which is weird that in he this time he had already spent time in the ho- for whatever reason in Arkham um, as well, which is even yeah. weirder. Which well, it's the only hospital in town, you isn't know, it? I mean, weird. And that Gotham is the, the only records. city in the country, apparently, because people don't, don't move around <laughs> to get services from any other city. It's yeah. all it all happens in Gotham. Gotham's a shithole. <laughs> really is. I don't know why Batman wants to save it so bad. Just burn it down. I think I think Rashad Ghoul had a good just idea move. of Batman yeah, again. He'll just, <laughs> just blow it up and rebuild. We're not blowing up the world. We're blowing up the worst place in the world. <laughs> like if you agree to any big war in the Middle East, then you can agree to this, right? That's exactly right. I mean, not that I'm saying I do. I'm just saying like there are worse things that you could back. Um, yeah. I don't know. I had a fun time though. Yeah. But I also had a not fun time. Oh. He was such an awkward character. Yes. I I was wearing a hoodie when I watched the film. I had to pull it over my head at certain points. Oh, Seb. The fucking comedy club scenes. Yep. I, oh, brutal. It hurt, didn't it? God, that, that really got me. I've been in comedy rooms where people are like just not nailing it at all yep. and they're bombing. And I felt more uncomfortable watching it on film than actually being there. So. <laughs> um, okay. And I was saying before, I think at the very beginning of the review, he's not a hero. The, the film doesn't really try and paint him as a hero. Certainly not. No. But the only time in this film, then it's the only times in this film that I was genuinely happy for him was when he was killing people. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds strange, but because the character was so shat on in every way, yes. when he when he shoots the, the guys on the train, I was like, fucking finally, he's yeah. actively doing something, taking a bit of agency in his life and doing something to change his world a little bit. It's not a good thing. We can all agree objectively. Subway murder. Bad. I don't know. Nah, Seb's just sitting at the other end of the carriage like, <laughs> fucking A. Yeah, on you, man. <laughs> but no, um, when he shot they the, had it coming. Come on. When he shot the first two guys. When he shot the first two guys, I was like, good. Finally, he's doing something. When he hunts down the third one really briefly, I'm mm. like, okay, now there's a line. 
because it went from self defense to a hunt. Yeah. But then when he's when he found out about what his mother did, yes. If you buy in that she did all these things as well, once again, and I do, I do as well. But there is you know lines there. I don't think he wanted to kill his mother. I was waiting for like, her to die. As as irritating as she was, I mean, there was genuine affection for. I mean, you know, he he came home. They had a ritual. They would watch the show, have have dinner together. I don't think he ever had malice for her until he found out. All the horrible yeah. things that she let oh, no, happen no, no. to him. I had malice for her. I wanted <laughs> now. Yes, exactly right. Because we we can see, yeah. but I don't think Arthur had any malice. It, like he, he wasn't harboring secret desires to kill his mother. That he then fabricates this, you know, imagined um, uh, adoption as, as a way for his own mind to justify killing her. I don't think that was ever a part of it. It's funny, as an audience, maybe we've just become a little bit desensitised, but the times that were less awkward for me was when he was kind of turning full Joker, right? going into that sort of murderous clown persona. But Only he wasn't murderous. I mean, well, he was revenge. Okay, everyone that he killed... Spiteful. He, he killed for a reason. He didn't it, randomly yeah, kill. exactly. He justified it. It wasn't random. Yes. That's, yes. But all that stuff, for some reason, I'm just like, yeah, cool. I can go with this. I don't agree with him, but it was really like... Quite calming compared to the rest of the film. Where well, he, kind of, he, he kind of said it on on the show. I really thought that I would feel bad about it, and mm. the surprising thing was that I, I didn't. didn't. Yeah, because yeah. then he kills his mother. But I mean, I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> she had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> he he killed the guy that got him fired or helped get him fired, and that was very easily set up in the in the scene. You know, I owe you now, one or whatever it was. And one, now I hundred percent is like, well, that guy's fucking dead. I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> that, um, that that kind of stuck out to me because. We see him, Randall, offering him a gun and just saying, here you go, you need to protect yourself. Now, later on, it's the boss saying that Randall claimed that Arthur Fleck was trying to buy a gun off him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Those agreements. Was that real or was that Randall just covering himself to... to I didn't even think of that. Because he, because he genuinely did give him the gun, but he didn't want to be traced oh. back to being responsible for it because he is kind of, you know... Batshit crazy. Mm. I assumed Randall was just trying to get him fired. Okay, I, that's yeah, how I interpreted it okay, myself, but yeah, I could yeah. also see. I figured he was just a bad person. But okay. now that you say that, like, with it, everything else in this movie, he could have imagined that. It, like, ju it just stuck out. And I, and, and I started mm. thinking, okay, did he imagine that? Or did it really happen? And this is just Randall being a bad guy. Yeah. Mm. But also, yeah, because he, he drops the gun, gets seen at the children's hospital. Yes. And then on the way home, kills the guys, right? Because that's because he's in the clown makeup still, because he got fired that he day. He gets fired first. Yep. And, and he and he goes off into the alley and he kind of kicks a you know rubbish or, and then or he's whatever on his way home in frustration. He's still in makeup. Yes. Still in makeup. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, Randall could have been lying just to distance himself from the gun. Yeah, that's also true. I I just took it as he was because they they say when he has his first little performance review about losing the sign and all that, and the guy's like, I you know I like you, Arthur, <laughs> but some of the guys they think you're weird. Yeah. I just assumed like Randall's just trying to get rid of this guy because he's okay. batshit crazy. Great New um, Yorker, by the way. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and and he doesn't believe him that that there are you know it's possible that you know kids would would uh, vandalize the sign and, and run off with it. Yeah. And then you know a couple of seconds later he said, yeah, it's kind of crazy out there. You know, what you or something I, I can't remember, but he basically admits that yeah, there are people like that out there. So I, so I didn't get that either. Did did the boss think that Arthur wasn't returning the sign or just making up a, a story for not returning it? We don't get enough of a history to know whether the boss thinks he was really capable of just doing something right. forgetful or whether he really was 
a victim and and nobody believes him. I take it when the boss is saying, you know, the guys think you're crazy. What he's saying is, I think you're crazy, but I'm trying to be diplomatic about this. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I've got your back, yeah. but you're doing things that need to be accounted for. Or maybe, you know, clown taxi rank is not as profitable as it, as it seems in Gotham. <laughs> and, and, f- and, and maybe he wasn't up for the 10 bucks it was going to cost him to replace the sign. Oh, God. Maybe. <laughs> Such a weird economy. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd like clowns, to know what, I would like to know what their base rate is. Clowns, That's true, toxic yeah. acid, and just you know, weird dark art everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And lights, and lights at the cinema, everywhere, curtains and lights. <laughs> this is very minor, because it's literally me acknowledging a small detail. When the kids beat the shit out of him in the alley at the beginning of the film, and he's laying oh. there just like, Kind of whimpering like a wounded dog. He's got the little flower on him, you know, these oh, and it's just that... dripping water onto the ground as oh. he's breathing. I, mean, I laughed because it is kind of funny, but I also wanted to cry and just, oh my god, that's so pathetic. <laughs> but good stuff, good and stuff all around. <laughs> um, and I, I completely bought it. Of course, he would he would cower because he would have been beaten from a child for being the odd. One hour, also, it was like school or whatever. Yeah. He was fucked either way. Yeah, if no, anything, no. that's just like the full embodiment of his trauma that yeah. he has from yeah, from yeah. childhood. And it's when he starts going off his meds, when he stops getting the, the therapy, that's when he starts just un- unleashing all this all all this resentment. I, I've had enough. I'm not going to do it anymore. That's changed, so I'm going to change too. Um, I to liked r- it. Randall's kill. Yes. Oh, brutal, right? Very brutal. And the um. The dwarf that was with him? Is the Irish, the right Irish and, and, and he's got an Irish accent. Yeah. Okay, so the <laughs> leprechaun that was with him. Um, genuinely, that had me on the edge of my seat yeah. worried. Mm, that and was intense. Is he, is he just fucking with him or is he going to yeah. let, let him well, go? He deliberately and then he, and then locks the door. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then he can't reach the thing and I thought, oh no, he's just going to toy with him. But no. no. Well, this is what we're still trying to learn. Is he, I mean, yes, he's crazy, but is he going on a spree or is it all revenge based? And in this case, we are kind of like, yeah. oh no. This guy is nice to him. He has no want to kill him. We're talking a comic book Joker would have done this exact same scene and then killed him. Yeah. You think so? He would have locked oh, the door sure. and then that would have been part of the big gag of, ah, oh, you can't get out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but this is like, so comic book Joker is malicious. Um, okay. There's like, when I say comic book Joker, big air quotes, because what writer's writing about what time, yeah. which version, there's probably like 50 of them, you know. I, can either of you remember what, the Tim Burton first Batman ni- 1989 why the Joker was going to kill everybody there who was who, who was there just to grab the, the money that he was shooting out of his parade mm. why he was going to kill everybody there can you remember why I cannot remember no that Joker was a mobster to begin with yeah, yeah. Um, he then is that that movie had crazy. a bit more of like the like I guess the killing joke origin right yeah like he was but a was small, it, small time mobster yeah it was it was the Red Hood's thing without the red without hood the red hood yeah. itself. But yeah. was he doing it just to be you know mean and kill a bunch of people or was he trying to pin it on Batman in some weird way? I don't think he was trying to it's been a long mm, time. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I can, watch I can it add them to next year's schedule if you'd like. It's <laughs> oh, a good film. Well no we'd be doing all <laughs> Yeah, both of them, right? All four. Both <laughs> original <laughs> Batman all, films. All four. No no no. There's Batman, Batman Returns, and then it goes straight into Dark Knight. Uh, Batman you, begins. You tell me you don't want to do the Mr. Freeze one because we're hundred percent doing that one. It's yeah. so good. I so still see. You. <laughs> I would. I'm legit. I like Arnie. If you wa- I, if you I, watch I, it like it's meant to be, like yeah. Batman um, sixty six, whatever it is, like the Adam West style, but brought up, it works so well. But you've uh, got to yeah. watch it like it's meant to be stupid. I liked I liked Forever with Val Kilmer. 
Is that the one with mm. um, uh, Jim Carrey and Uma um, no. Thurman? Ooh. Yes. Jim Carrey is the one with um, Enigma. With De Niro. Yeah. De Niro? Yeah. Uh, was it De- no, um, oh, freaking. Um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face. and yeah. um, that was, Riddler yeah. together. That was Batman Forever, wasn't it? With Val Kilmer. I can't. I get those. Or was two that, or was that George Clooney? Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't. Those two are just a blur. Batman and Robin, I thought, was George it's, Clooney. No, it, that, the one with Mr. Freeze is George Clooney. Yes, that yep. one is, but the Two-Face and Enigma one... Must be, with must be one. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, because Tim Burton did the one with, with Michael Keaton, the second one's Penguin. Yes. Which, Both good. Oh, I genuinely it prefer the, the the stupid one the more. Really? Because it's, I don't know, it's fun. It's stupid. I'm, okay. I'm, it's, a, it's objectively worse, but I prefer it. All right. I, I can get that. Yeah. But again, the Joker there, the Jack Nicholson Joker... Yeah, he's a mobster to begin with, so he's already. But he's also like money hungry and stuff in his yeah. case. Yes. Yes. He has like an actual like financial motive. Whereas you get to and like Dark Knight Joker and he's just literally there's a scene where he burns a pile of money because he doesn't want it. He just wants to see the world burn. Yeah. That's the that's the quote, isn't and it? Yeah. Then there's the Suicide Squad one who I don't even know. Um, <laughs> he just wants screen time. <laughs> Doing every can to get it. Just to tell everybody and explain how how he's crazy. But yeah, it depends which comic book joker you've got, because some of them are Crazy murderers, but then again, you go to like the Batman sixty six and um George is it George Romero? No, yeah, Romero, uh, Caesar Romero, Caesar Romero. Romero thank yeah. you, George A. Romero makes the zombie movie. <laughs> That's the one. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wrong, the one that refused to shave his mustache. And his Joker is just practical jokes and robbery. Yeah. Once again, he's just a just a thief, but a funny one. Heath Ledger was good and posthumously was awarded an Oscar. I think Joaquin Phoenix is even better. Yeah, I was going to say, I think anything less than a nomination is disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, he performed the hell out of it. Oh, yeah, I think amazing. he has to die, though, to get it. No. <laughs> no, no, I mean, they don't... I know what you're saying. It's, it it yeah. seems to be it, a cursed role. It either kills mm. your career or you. Oh, he, well, his I career is fine from this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, see, I said that, and then I also thought, how does he top that performance now? Like, where, where do you go if you're Joaquin mm. Phoenix? Because that's, like, honestly, like, you can't really, you can't praise it enough. Like, it's yeah. easily one of the best performances I think I've ever seen on film. But I remember mm. thinking that about Heath Ledger, because it was so good. And yeah, and where did his career go from there? Well, <laughs> yeah, not big, not for want of trying. <laughs> well, no. I'm, I'm sure he would have made more films. I don't know. <laughs> it's difficult. I actually, it's too early for me to fully tell, but I feel like I enjoyed... As in, yeah, had a better time watching Heath Ledger's Joker, right? And this is not me saying his performance was necessarily better. I'm not at a place where I can make a call on that just yet. But I had more fun watching his character. And this film's not about fun. Let's be very clear. This is. I was going to say. Order. I think that's maybe maybe the intention. Yeah, like you're not really meant yeah. to have fun watching yeah. this movie. But I love being able to try and read in and guess what the origins of Heath Ledger's Joker are. You know, yeah. you've seen all those, oh, Pat Oswald has that wonderful thing about him being ex-military and he goes, all this reasoning behind it. That kind of stuff is great. This film, it's, it's oh, what's the word I want? This film doesn't give you as many answers as, as, it, as it needs to or as, as it could. It's vague enough, but you do kind of get where he's coming from. You have a, a vaguest of ideas compared to The Dark Knight yes. where you've got no, free, no freaking clue. And it's very much an emotional origin yep. um, for why Joker feels and thinks the way he does rather than what he thinks and, yep. and, and, and what he wants to do. And, okay, I know that this whole thing was it's a one-off because Joaquin doesn't want to do more than one. Good. And that's fair. You, you leave it here, you can't possibly fuck it up by going into a sequel. It's not about that. I mean, it's, it's fine as it is. It doesn't... I want to know 
in this reality, what is actually next for this Joker? We spent all the time turning him into the Joker. No, and it's like that Gotham series. It ends with Batman putting on the cowl and the credits roll. Yeah. I wanted to see what this, from this perspective of this Joker, what it is like for him actually to become. If you take it at face value, at the end of the film, he's in the asylum. He's in Arkham Asylum, Arkham Hospital, if, and that's it. And if that's, you know anything about the Joker, I you'll know, get out of there. No, I, but, <laughs> well, that, that's but what Arthur I figured Fleck, the ending was. I figure he was escaping at that yeah, point. Yeah, I assume so as well. But yeah. Arthur Fleck isn't motivated to escape. He killed his psychiatrist. Yes, but not in order to escape. Oh, well. I reckon he's escaped. But I, either way, it's, it's vague enough. I didn't get an escape vibe from it. It was just, you know, he resented her for some reason that we hadn't had explained. Yeah. Or maybe he got a taste for for killing, and now any you know uh, uh, negative w w when he's faced with a wall of yet yeah, you wouldn't get the joke. Mm. You know he gets that idea in his head, and all of a sudden she's worthy of being killed now. I in, was just well, my mind. my own I guess sort of head canon was just that, like I said, that scene is probably ahead quite a bit, and I figured somehow he's gotten word of the fact that Batman is a thing, <laughs> and he now has some type of reason yeah. to break out yep. and become the Joker. That's good. Right. No, I, I do like that. Once again, super vague, leaves it completely open. Could be a flash forward. Could be yesterday. Yep. <laughs> yesterday, the day before. Nope, the day after. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Time's difficult. All in all though, good times, right? Absolutely. Correct. Do you guys want to move on to the verdicts officially? I can kind of let's see where this it. is going, but let's let's you know be formal about it and all. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the Man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Slap it on with the might of Zeus! Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, it's fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. I was completely captivated by Phoenix's uh, portrayal of it. The best part about this comic book film is that it wasn't a comic book film. Absolutely, yeah. It didn't have any CGI. It didn't have, you know, weird characters coming in, you know, just for a, just for a cameo or a little wink to mm. the to the comics because, hey, you know, long-time fans will know who this is. There was none of that. It was completely focused on one character and you followed him from the start of the film to the end. Yeah. Perfect. Completely just circumvents what you think a comic book movie is. Yeah. I loved it. I just found it really funny. Like, you look at the money this film's bring, bringing in. And effectively, it is a Martin Scorsese film, whether or not it was brought in by Scorsese yeah. or not. Dude, but it's making so much like, more money than the Scorsese yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> because of the name. Because of the, the, the branding there. Yeah. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Like this, I film, mean, we've, this film has literally come out before and it was not a success. And, no, and even in Justice for Inflation, nowhere near as successful. But comic book films generally aim for like a half billion, billion mark. But they also as have a, budgets of two hundred, two to three hundred million but, as well. Yeah, and this one was was way down. Fifty was it? Way 55? down. Fifty-five was the budget, yeah. and good that it was. So restricted. let's say mm. hundred million, including marketing. Let's just let's round it yeah. up. It's yeah, yeah. a massive success then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Did we actually get numbers on it? Did we do that before? At the moment, it's sitting at like t uh, when I when I uh, read it, it was like two sixty nine million was the current oh um, so even if you would, even if you add bullshit in for marketing it's, it's still doubled, doubled its money. Yeah, yeah that's fucking Easy. great yeah good yeah. stuff and uh, i'm genuinely happy for dc yeah <laughs> they finally got one they did <laughs> like we're looking and at it's a, dark but not in a i mean it is kind of but not in a gruesome way it's yeah. not it's not intentionally gruesome and r-rated in the states anyway mm. yeah i think it has to be because of all the gun shots and things. but yeah. i mean like they always i mean 
Deadpool aside and Logan, yeah. most times they're like, no, let's edge it back, more market, more market. No, pick a vision, fucking yep. go, go with, with it. it yeah. and, and good. And let's look, I mean, I'm just so happy for them as a company only because, I mean, <laughs> I, I enjoyed Shazam, but we can all objectively yeah, that say- was That was really yeah. good. That was really fun. But there's apples and oranges here. Yeah. Aquaman was their next one. was like, that was, uh, that was a big bag of okay. <laughs> Wonder Woman, hey. That's fine. Hey, uh, seven eighths of it were really good. Yeah. That, that last 20 oh. minutes though is an absolute killer for me, but yeah. And then everything before that's just kind of a clusterfuck of mistakes. Yeah. Um, I all, think the, all the Superman stuff. You could yeah. argue Man of Steel wasn't. I don't like Man of Steel, but that's, I don't think it was a bad film. I just think it was a boring film. Oh yeah. But then everything after that, it just feels like, if it just feels like somebody who's had a leg lopped off trying to run a marathon. You're like, <laughs> no, just stop. The last excellent Superman film was none of them. <laughs> there has never been an excellent Superman film. I wouldn't disagree. You don't yeah, like Superman yeah. Returns? The Battle of Real Estate? <laughs> <laughs> but Super, Superman 4 is maybe my favourite Superman film. Um, the first two from memory are I don't know. I, I agree. Yeah, Superman I just, has, a pro, has problems. I just don't so find Superman interesting as no. a character. Yeah, no. There's not much to go on. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm a thumbs up on this one though. I assume we all are though. Most definitely. I look yeah. forward to watching this again. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Oh, cool, we did it. It's really quickly as well. Like someone who hasn't been brought up that really should be is uh, Lawrence Scher. He was a cinematographer on the movie. Fuck, oh, it looks nice. Yeah, it does. Yeah. God damn. Like yeah. everything, every single shot in that movie is just like composed and framed so well. And it's like with intent. And I think a lot of that, like, a large part of my enjoyment of the film is just how nice it looks. Mm. And tonally, it's consistent. Absolutely, it, yeah. It never breaks, I, for me anyway, it never broke that, that feeling of I'm in this universe, I sympathise with the Joker. It, yeah, ne- it, never, so it never broke that. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, I know this is really late in the game and I, I do want to wrap up so we can, <laughs> we, can, uh, we can all get out of here. But did you guys actually look at what this director had done prior? Because it's, yeah, I was going to say, crazy. this is not the movie you would expect to come from <laughs> yeah. Todd Phillips. Like, <laughs> From the creator of The Hangover. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. It just goes to show talent sometimes has to, you know, you have to go through a few. From the the people who brought you due date, (laughs) if you remember that. (laughs) No, you just have to prove yourself by doing a few, you know, pet projects of somebody else's. I'd I'd absolutely go out and see another Todd Phillips drama, film, whatever you want to call this. I was talking to Jordan about him earlier. The... The guy that did that Lights Out film, you may have seen trailers for it. It was originally a short film, but it's like this, <gasps> like it's pretty yes. much Darkness Falls, yes. but another one. Yeah, he went on to do Annabelle Creation, so he did that his short film, then he got picked up to do a full right. version. Then did Annabelle Creation, which I have not seen because I don't watch terrible films. But then he got picked <laughs> up for Shazam, right? And it's just you watch the progression of some of these people, where it's like indie horror film, studio yeah. horror film, superhero film, like that's yeah. that's the order they jump in. And <laughs> weirdly, for all the mistakes they're making, Warner Brothers. Debatably, they're doing something well from that perspective, I think. At least lately they are. They're, they're picking the right people for the right jobs, but they're not the ones you'd expect. expect. It's mm. art and films, especially at this level of you know budgets of millions of dollars, it's complicated. You need, a, it, it, it's a lot of moving parts and you need all of them to, to be working. And sometimes you're just guessing, okay, this guy has a good reputation or... You know, it's you know the script is fine or the actors right for the role, and sometimes it just doesn't work for for whatever mm. reason, or people just don't enjoy it. The audience doesn't enjoy it. Mm. All right. This time they did. Yes, <laughs> I, uh, it's it sounded very risky. Like I when I heard about this movie, I was like, oh cool, like a Joker movie. Who's who's directing it? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> but yeah, he knocked it out oh, of the park. Sweet. All right, we'll we'll do socials. Yes. 
We do have those. You want to do your half? <laughs> and I'll do my half. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Um, I'll do Alex's. Um, get Facebook. You good? You got it? Yep. Um, just type in Second Take. And do it. Just keep mashing buttons until one of our faces pop up. Yep, wonderful. <laughs> um, you can send us email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com, our website secondtakepodcast.com. And I want to say that's, you know, Patreon. There we go. <laughs> if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash secondtake. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this week, Jordan. Thank you for having me, gang. You'll be on for the next couple, actually, because we'll be back for the Variety Hour. And then on Monday, we're reviewing Watchmen. <gasps> <laughs> yep, I'm going to hit the outro button with that. Thank no, you I'm just me. taking a breath because I've got to hold it for three hours <laughs> while I watch Watchmen. Oh, good luck. <laughs> uh, thank you again, Jordan. You're welcome. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.